All right. Sleigh bells ring. <laughs> are you listening? You know it's almost Christmas. No, it's not. No, but it's almost Christmas. I was at Ikea today. There's Christmas shit everywhere. Oh, God. Everywhere. I can't handle that, man. I need one holiday at a time. All right? <sighs> yeah. That's not how it works, though. I know. They hit you with not. like three at once. Dude, working in radio for the past 16 years, I'm sorry, but I fucking hate Christmas music because we start playing it so early. <gasps> you should never say this in front of Noah Cyrus. She will die. She loves it. But the minute Christmas comes up, music comes on the radio, there's like a whole station that plays Christmas music 24-7. Yeah, I hate the it. The minute it's up and running, Noah wants to play it full, all the time. I hate you. So I'll give you the background, the business side of the bullshit of Christmas music in terms of radio, okay? <laughs> okay, I want to hear it. One of those dipshit radio stations does that, right? And then every mm-hmm. stupid store puts it on, so their ratings go through the roof because every time someone walks into a store with those meters that mm-hmm. tracks ratings, they yeah. think that everyone is listening to this great radio station, which, no, it's not. They've just programmed a bunch of freaking consumer store-bought bullshit ratings, and it kills yeah. all of our <laughs> bonuses. So how does a radio station get to be the one that does it? It's like whatever radio station's the biggest loser in the market always does it. Oh. I don't know. We used to do a thing like that. The first radio station I worked at when I got out of college, uh, we used to do a thing where we played like kind of obscure radio Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I liked that. All I know is my dad does a killer version of Run Run Rudolph. Really? Yeah. I'm all about Christmas. I'm just over it starting in like September. October. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, are you excited about your Halloween costume? It's coming up fast. Going to the Just Jared party this weekend for Halloween. That's what you're going to? Yeah. Is that... Why? Uh, I've met Just Jared a couple times. And? He's really nice. So people like Sarah Hyland actually go to Just Jared's Halloween party. Yeah. Sarah and, and Jared are like good friends. That's insane to me. I know. It's always... He's always been nice to us, though. Jared has. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are like... The Perez Hiltons of the world where, like, they've kind of made their thing by being negative. And I feel like Josh Jared's not generally negative. It's usually positive. He's not. You yeah, know? he's not. He's he's a good dude. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the party. But did you like the, the Taco Bell costume? I'm obsessed. I can't wait to hear the reviews from people that have seen it. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to come out after Halloween, but whatever. I actually want some suggestions. So... The idea is that I'm going as I'm going as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yep. And Sarah's going as a taco and we're going to be Taco Bell, right? It's so good. It's so good. Do you think people will- Maybe maybe my favorite Oh, Halloween nice. costume I've ever heard. How was that Belle? I have a lot to choose from. I like that, that Belle actually. What about That one's a little long. Oh, it's still going. I got a fever and the only prescription more cowbell. Oh, that's a cowbell. That, that's a cowbell. No, that that brings back horrid memories. Oh God, you're late for class, dude. Yeah, I don't like that. I got my dress, my my bell dress in. I actually ordered two of them because the first one How I ordered. Does it fit? Well, the first one I ordered was coming from Japan, and it was like between October 21st and like March. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was gonna be here in time, so I ordered another one. But they both came in. I don't obviously don't know like women's sizes, sizes so I went and got a tape measure from my toolkit and like oh, yeah. measured my bust. How'd that go? What's your bust size? Forty-two. Forty-two. That's bigger than I expected. I'm a barrel-chested man, lady. Yeah. Uh-huh, clearly. Uh huh. Clearly, that's a lot bigger than I expected. Actually, I feel. Really? Yeah. 
what did you think I was going to be? I don't know. But when I put it on, so I put it on and Sarah goes, you have tits. And I said, <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. These are pets. All right. <laughs> and they're great. Oh my God. What's your waist size? I think our real waist size and like what. Pants uh, are different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if I put on jeans, I'm like a 32. But there's, that's not your weight. You boys wear jeans so low though. Yeah. I feel that it's not your natural waist is like. A, a, yeah. A lot it's like higher. above my belly button. Yeah. That's, is, so that's what you measure. Yeah. So I had to measure that. And so I think that was like, this is embarrassing. Like, but like 28. <laughs> <laughs> And then like, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure mine's like 25. Yeah. And then so my- we're not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> and then my hips were like, you know, whatever, uh, 34 or whatever. I got the gold dress. Yeah. I wanted to get like the blue, the blue dress, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gold's more iconic though, I feel. It is more iconic, but the blue dress is more of like the working man's bell. That's your kind of bell? That's my kind of bell, you know? Hustle. <laughs> oh, Nice. <laughs> Uh, I can't do like a, oh, yes, I can. A oh, perfect. Well, perfect. I got a wig because you know how I feel about wigs, right? You love a wig. Yeah. I was doing my Hoffer thing the other day and the makeup artist, I was telling the makeup artist about it because there was a part of me that was like, I wonder if I should have this makeup artist come like do my makeup. Ooh, Or yeah. she was suggesting it and I was like, I don't know, man. This is already a little weird. Like I'm dressing up like in a full ball gown and apparently I have tits and a very <laughs> slender waist. <laughs> Yeah. Like, at what point is this just like, is it funny? And then it just gets to like, we need to talk about some things, Wells. Like, do you want to be a woman or? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so I don't think, I don't know. I guess I'm asking you, like, sh- should I have makeup on or not? I kind of feel like you got to, like, if you're going to do it, you got to go all out. That's kind of how I feel. But like, maybe like, like classy makeup, you know, like, bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like a little bit of rouge. A little bit, a little eyeliner. A li- maybe? maybe a little cat eye. <laughs> yeah, <just> small one. <laughs> And like, I don't know, like a, like a matte lipstick, you know, like, like you got to wear a lipstick. Yeah. Like a matte lip, you know, and I, I just don't, I don't want to be like getting it all over the taco, you know, <laughs> the fact that you're talking about a matte lip right now is everything. <laughs> I know way too much about this stuff. You now. do a matte lip. I die. It was funny. Cause Sarah was like, like joking around. Cause she put on her taco costume and <laughs> she's not doing sexy taco, which I appreciate, you know? Okay. That's good. Yep. But she was like, you know, she's like, do you want to have, do you want to have sex with this taco? And (laughs) (laughs) the bell is so delayed. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to have sex with that taco. And then I was like, do you want to have sex with bell? And she was like, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That deserves a sleigh bell. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You want to start the show? Yeah, so, wow, that took us long enough. I know. Rose Nose, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. I thought we were going to change it to Hose and Bros first. <laughs> well, as I said it, I, I was literally just about to say, I remember how last time we were confused about which came first. Bros and Hose does sound more natural now that I'm saying it without thinking about it. Bros and Hose is how we've always done it. Yeah. To be honest with you. It sounds better, I feel. Did you listen to uh, last week's episode? A little bit. It's getting rave reviews, I gotta say. Is it? Maybe yeah. I need to go listen to the whole thing. The reviews I always see are on Twitter. Yeah. Did you see the one negative review? No, what is that? It was like a girl that was like upset about... Uh, I, I, know, I can't even remember who we were talking about. She was upset about us talking about somebody that was really thin and putting on weight and looking better. 
And I think she felt a little victimized about maybe being a skinny girl and not having curves. I don't know. Oh, we're talking about Barb but, Palvin. Oh, Barbara. You're right. We were. Well, yeah. that's ridiculous. So, that la- that woman is ridiculous. Like the campaign that I've been on for the past like month was like clapping back at like body shamers for Sarah, who everyone calls her too skinny. You know? No, I think. Yeah, I I think I I mean, I just I hope that listener kind of sees it from the perspective of we always see stick thin models and it was refreshing for me as somebody who's not stick thin to see somebody with curves look super hot smoking hot in a victoria's secret ad that's all i was trying to say so yeah oh, oh. this is the problem with it being on your phone is you got to unlock the phone oh, and gosh. then your face recognition doesn't work and then <laughs> turn it turn why don't you turn your phone to not lock how do i do that i don't know dude i don't know, I don't know. that's that's above my sounds pay. like a <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. It does. But yeah, a lot of people really liking the unpacking of Harry Potter. They love it. I think I'm going to have to start reading the series just so that I can partake in these reviews because people love it. I guess there is a podcast that like it's an a older gentleman like myself reading Harry Potter. And it's only a, <laughs> I, mean, I guess I guess they're doing I guess we stole someone's bit. I, I don't know. <laughs> An older gentleman like myself. Yeah. So so <laughs> someone was like, you need to be on, I should find out what his podcast is called. because Yeah, I, maybe he'll have you on as a guest. No, so yeah. So someone was like, you need to have Wells oh. on. And then they hit me up being like, do you want to come on the, on the podcast? And I need to be like, oh, here it is. Potterless. John Shuby yeah. 17, as he reads Harry Potter for the first time and discusses the books with Potter fanatics, making fun of obscurities and plot twists. So anyways, it's a it's a show. But you're not making fun of it. No, I'm taking it very seriously. I know. So your shtick is different than this guy's. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Yes. It's just the book I'm reading right now, and it's upsetting me. So, but I, I can't talk about the one I'm on right now, Half Blood, Half Blood Prince, because I'm only halfway. I'm only halfway through Half Blood Prince. <laughs> it's good. We're getting to the end, man. And How, wait, what book are you on? I'm on six, and there's only seven of them. Oh, are yeah. you sad? It's coming to an end. Kinda. Because what else? That's how I feel about Game of Thrones. I know. I kind of like been... to read that actually. I would too. I've been rewatching all the old seasons just because I miss it so much. Yeah. And also because I was in Iceland and they shot a lot of it there and I just kind of wanted to rewatch it. 
And I like I'm, I have such mixed feelings about this final season. Surely to God, they're going to do a spinoff of some sort. They have to. Oh, it's already been like in the works. Oh, thank God. Because like John and Daenerys better have a child and it better have a spinoff. No, that's no, no. That's say. not what the spinoff is. The spinoff is. Why? A, I'm sorry. It's a prelude. It's like it's like Aww. that world before what we see now, you know? That could be cool, I guess. But I would rather see Baby Wolf Dragon in a spinoff. That's all I'm saying. The thing about it is that, like, Kit Harington and Amelia Clark, that show has catapulted them into superstardom. And they're I going know. to be in the world of, like, I need to go on, like, the next chapter of my career. And, like, no, not want to do it. And everyone's going to be like, ah! No one wants to see you, Amelia Clark, in Terminator, okay? We just no. want to see you as <laughs> Khaleesi. Yes, we do. We do. She makes a great Khaleesi. Yeah. I should I should be Khaleesi for Halloween next year. You should be. Remember, well, did Danielle come to your party last year? Yeah, but she was the girl from Westworld. Oh, that's right. She was Khaleesi recently. She's a good Khaleesi because she's already got the yeah, blonde hair. the white hair. Yeah. Uh, Olivia was Khaleesi last year. Mm, 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 mm. That's who was Khaleesi last year. And she did, she was a good one. By the way, I loved your Iceland picture where it looked like Poseidon was in the rock formation with a huge boner behind you. Okay, can you not just appreciate some natural beauty where you find it? Like, why does everything have to be a sexual joke? Oh, I mean, like, diamond status content, great color (laughs) scheme, like, phenomenal. (laughs) Everything about your picture is beautiful, except the giant... Merman with a boner in the background. No. It kind of looked I, like that once you saw it, though, right? No. I, I To me, they just looked like these like majestic Game of Thrones-esque rock mm-hmm. formations growing naturally in the middle of the ocean. It was very cool. All right. Very One cool. of my not favorite things right now, mm-hmm. I work for a company called iHeart. Okay. Oh, I know what you're going to say. iHeart recently acquired like a big <laughs> podcast company. They are now the largest podcast owner in the country, I believe, which congratulations, wow. way to get on board. A little late there, iHeart, but whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd like to mention that there was a point in time which iHeart wanted to buy our show, and we said, nope, we like doing this for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that they own all of the podcasts in the world, they are holding the podcast awards, and yes, we they are. are not nominated. Nominated. I know. It is a little sad. iHeart does not want to admit that I work for their company. Why do you still work there? Because I like being on the radio, but like <laughs> every time we every time we go to like iHeartFest, yeah, no one gives a shit that I'm there. Oh, yes, they do. No, do you not remember the red carpet at iHeartFest this year? You were. I didn't get to do it. I was slaving away for T-Mobile. Oh, I know. Yeah, me too. But I I, I snuck away to go do the red carpet with Sarah. Uh-huh. Sarah had already done the red carpet, and she was like, no, I want to do this with Wells because he actually works here. And, uh-huh. like, before you do red carpet, they always, they, like, put everyone's name up. They're like, okay, this is Sarah Highland, and then they come yep. out on the red carpet. So Sarah comes and gets me. They're like, wait, wait, you can't go there t- to me. You can't go on the red carpet. And Sarah's like, he's coming with me. And they're like, who is this? And Sarah's like, it's oh my God. fucking Wells Adams. He works for this company. And I was like, thanks, babe. <laughs> Oh, God. So, okay, who is nominated for these awards, though? I don't think any don't, of our friends are either. I know. it's. I'm making a fight for something I don't really care about, but I want to start a grass... Mo- ah, I screwed up again. A grassroots movement to get uh-huh. us nominated, all right? I know. I Yeah, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, slave health. <laughs> the slave... 
Well, then, um, yeah, maybe there's always next year, I suppose. I don't even want to win. I just want to say it's an honor to be nominated. Yeah, yeah, same. I just want to say it. <laughs> Whatever. Over it. Uh, not not salty at all. Not at all. Mm-mm, no. I saw that Ben is is like on Instagram, like promoting somebody else to be voted for for this podcast awards. Yeah, I saw that too. What's that about? I don't know. Ben, can we get some love from you, buddy? And yeah, what the hell, Ben? He's the only double offender on our show. It's true. You know, no one else has been our sh- on our show twice. You're right. Well, ben actually, is a crowd fave. Yeah. Your mom's been on twice, but both times oh, she yeah. wasn't like a scheduled guest. She just kind of like popped in and like took she over. Just, she just pops in. That's what she does. I just sent my sister the longest text that I was dreading sending her because it was about me not being able to go to South Africa, maybe. But I think I'm still going to go. But now I have to go later. And I was like so worried she'd like be upset that I couldn't come on a certain day. And her response was cool. Awesome. (laughs) Well, maybe that's maybe that's passive aggressive. (laughs) No, I think she's just like, whatever. Is this Miley or Noah? Miley. You going to South Africa with Miley? Yeah. uh Huh. Well, hit me up, man. I've been to South Africa. I know all about it. I do need, when we're off to the podcast, I do need you to tell me what I, what I should do. Let's talk some we'll chat. Let's talk some favorite things. I went to my alma mater this past weekend to do the hottie oh, toddy yeah. chant. I was watching all your stories. I was very excited for you. I'm glad all of your friends showed up. Well, it was funny because like one of my favorite bands of whom I'm friends with, The Weeks, who are in mm-hmm. a Nashville band, they were happened to be playing like one of my favorite venues uh, while I was there, I was like, let's get a beer before the show. And I want to go to the show and all that stuff. We did that. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, after the show, we're driving home. And I was like, what? No, come to the game. I've got all these field passes and like, I'm doing this thing on the Jumbotron. They're from Mississippi. So they were like, oh, they're like, yeah, we have a place to stay. And I was like, don't worry. I got a pretty big room. I've got like three beds to stay with me. So they're like, okay. And then like JP and Paul McDonald and Mr. Steve came as well. So I was just rolling deep in you were. Oxford with a bunch of musicians, which <laughs> made me feel pretty cool. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I know. It kind of looked like you were like living the dream. Yeah. And what was really funny though, so the Grove is like world renowned tailgating, right? Like it's known for having like the prettiest girls tailgating before the game. Uh-huh. Every guy in the weeks is in like a committed relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Paul McDonald is in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Literally everyone was not single. And I was like, guys, you're not going to be able to use my powers in the Grove for good. You know, because all these girls are going to come up and ask to take pictures and I can't pawn any of them off on you guys and get you laid. So I was like the one time that I could like wingman it for everybody and get all of you guys laid. (laughs) No one needs it. No one needs it. So we just huddled around one another and like didn't talk to anybody while we were in the Grove. (laughs) Like, don't look at any girls. Don't make eye contact. (laughs) Look away, look away, look away. (laughs) Uh, But it was so much fun. Yeah. So I've peaked now. Oh, yeah, that's, that's it. so cool. I was excited for you because we talked about it before you left about how pumped you were and I, sad Sarah couldn't go. So I was happy to see all your friends there. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Are you dating anyone out there? I got to know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you seeing a boy? I'm not, but I like to keep people guessing. You know, I like to like I like to like lean into all the gossip about like, is she dating Blake? Is she yeah. dating Ben? Is she dating them both at the same time? Like, who really knows? Ooh. You know, I don't know. Yeah. 
a plural in a just, plural relationship. I like it. Like you and Ben keep everybody just like to keep everybody on their toes. Really, I didn't know the Ben rumor, but I had seen like the Blake one on like one of the pictures you guys posted. Dean said it best. Dean literally tweeted the other day, like any girl I take a picture with, automatically it's assumed that we're dating, and no, I feel like that's kind of what what happens to me. Yeah, I get that too. Like I took a bunch of pictures at the tailgate, and when I was like seeing the tagged pictures. A lot of pe- people being like, such a cute, such a cute couple. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Let's pump the brakes there. <laughs> yeah, people just, I think people get excited at the idea of like all these bachelor people that they love, like finding somebody. So it's like, if I take a picture with any of them, it's like, oh my God, they're dating. Yeah. But no, I, don't, I haven't really uh, had an opportunity to like really get myself out in the game yet, you know? But uh, I have some things lined up coming up. I'm going I have floor seats to the Celtics game in a couple of weeks. Very excited about that. Dope. Scope, uh, I'll mainly be scoping Kyrie Irving, but might also try to scope some, like, local boys, you know? Yeah. And then Who are you going like a, with? I don't know yet. I was trying to talk my friend Kat into coming out for it. Because, like, basketball games are hard for me because I would really like to go with somebody that's, like, I'm not going to find somebody that's as excited as me, but... But, like, I'd like to go with somebody that's, like, a little excited about basketball. Like, that is going to enjoy the game. Yeah. And it's hard to find because most girls don't care. And then I don't want to go with a guy and, like, get cock-blocked. So yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I haven't decided. I mean, are there no boys on the Nuggets that might be a viable option? Um, I You know, there, there could be some new ones I don't know about yet. But th- there hasn't been anybody from last season that caught my eye. But there, there could be a new recruit or two. Who knows? We'll find out in I think, a couple weeks. I think that's the play, to be honest with you is go for, like, a guy that's on the bench most of the time, you know? Because one... That's not fun. Yeah, but he's not going to, like, every city and, like, sleeping with every single chick, right? No, they probably still are, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. They're definitely doing that. Speaking of douche lords... Yeah? Did you see that Jeezy and Halsey broke up again? No. Yeah, You I are s- lying to me. Saw today, apparently, he was... Uh, backstage after a show and had all these girls back there and they were all over him and he didn't really care if the people were taking pictures and now they're both un- they've unfollowed each other so nail in the oh. coffin there oh no this so is my over. least favorite thing i've ever heard so over that dude they were just so iconic together i'm like so upset he couldn't pull it together i don't know i think you could put like a german shepherd next to Halsey and they would be a freaking iconic duo you know? That's probably true, but but you have to admit that Gerald and what's Halsey's real name? I forget Stephanie or something. They looked great together. I would say that that's true. They did look cool. They looked really cool. But dude, I'm sorry. You can take any freaking dude and put enough Murphy's palmade in his hair and give him a leather jacket, <laughs> and voila, you got Jeezy, and he's not a douche. That's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. So. Drape him in YSL. Yeah, exactly. Give him a cool name, and oh man, all of a sudden you're iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're mostly iconic because Halsey's iconic. Let's be real. Let's be 100% real. I couldn't tell you a Jeezy song if you freaking put a gun to my head. Yes, you know the one with BB Rexa. That's a BB Rexa song. Myself and I, is it? And she, no, I think it's Jeezy and she's featured, maybe. All these collabs that I'm seeing, you know? <laughs> collabs. Jeezy's <laughs> first record was really, really good. I was listening to it today on my run, actually. Really? It's called When It's Dark Out. Oh, actually, it wasn't his first record, but it was the first one that really blew up. Yeah, well, whatever. Not into it. Uh, let's talk about favorite, some some favorite things. Okay. Do you have some? I have one. You have one. All right, let's hear it. It better not be the TV show I'm watching. The Haunting of oh, Hill House. 
I haven't seen it yet, but I'm dying to because that really smoking hot guy that was in season like four or five of Game of Thrones is in it apparently. Oh He's yeah. That- the, the Dutch actor, I don't know how to say his name. It's like Mik- Mikkel something. It's He's hot as hell. That's all I know. All I got to say to you is you're going to need someone to watch it with you, girl. Is it that scary? It is fucking terrifying. Terrifying. But well, how so, am I supposed to watch it? I don't know. You got to watch it during the daytime. Abs- don't even If you watch it alone, do not. It, you need to have at least a three-hour buffer before the sun goes down. I don't know, Dang man. It. it is phenomenal. Really good writing. Really good acting. One of my favorite things about The Haunting of Hill House. Is the hot Dutch guy? No. Oh, because that's mine already. I just already know. There's this one scene where like, they're trying to figure out like why there's like water in the walls. Like The whole thing's predicated around the Hill House, which is this family that they're flipping the house, right? And the house is haunted. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And so the guy who's flipping the house calls a like um, like a plumber guy to like figure out like where the water's coming from. And lo and behold, who's the plumber? Elon Gale is all of a sudden an actor. No. In- yes. Stop it. No, there's no way. Yes. And like so he's like walking in and they're talking about the water and I hear his I hear his Elon's voice. Elon, by the way, is the executive producer of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise, if you're wondering. And he's one of my good friends. He's like the only reason why I have a career and a girlfriend right now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I hear his voice before I see his face. And I was like, what is a, why is that? That guy sounds like a lawn. And then all of a sudden it comes in, he comes into frame and it is a lawn. And he does, a, he's not an actor, but he does a really good job. But so how did he get on the show if he wasn't pursuing acting? I have no idea. I'm going to his birthday. Can we like phone a friend right now and call him and ask him? <laughs> I guess. I think he's like off in like Thailand right now filming Oh yeah. Bachelor. Oh no, they were just in Denver filming the other day. Oh yeah. I think they're on hometowns right now. Yeah, because they were shooting something at Ben's new restaurant. Well, do you want me to see if I can try to call him? Yeah, give him a call. Uh, right now we're talking about my new favorite show, which is The Haunting of Hill House. And my favorite part of the show is the fact that my good friend Elon Gale is the plumber on the fucking show. <laughs> and so we were like, All right, here's our question. And then you can get back to your life. How did you get this part, dude? Well, I, uh, I, I've been a lot. First of all, it's a mold remediator. Uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, please respect. Okay. And... Uh, and and for, quite frankly, I've been really interested in mold remediation for a really long time. Yeah, I uh, love mold, love remediating uh, <laughs> mold and other and otherwise. <laughs> so I think when it when the part came around, I just was an obvious choice. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit, which sucks. But all right, well, I, here's my thing, dude. I didn't really know you were an actor. I knew you did Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's because you were friend. You're friends with James Gunn, so I just assumed he was just like doing you a like a favor, but yeah, yeah. But you did really good. You were really thank you. We were Sarah and I, I were very impressed. Thank you. It was very fun. So were you. That's true. All right, <laughs> all right, Alon. We we can't really hear you, buddy. But that's I, that's good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on your mold remediation success. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Well, you've really made it. And finally, yeah. I miss you, and I love you, buddy. I'll see you soon. Love you, too. All right. Later, man. Bye. God. He's so funny, man. Like, I'm always in awe of, like, how quick-witted 
Alon is, oh, you yeah. know? It makes total sense why his baby, which is Paradise, is like the funniest freaking show in the world because totally. he's pulling all the strings. The Haunting of Hill House is absolutely phenomenal. So here's the thing. Okay, so one of my favorite things about that show, it's a like the the plot, the acting is phenomenal, but one of the creepiest things is they have so many extras standing oh. in the back of a shot or like mm-hmm. a hand in the back of a shot or like all these ghosts just planted throughout the entire series. That's wild. Which like you won't even notice all of them, but then there'll be a couple times you're like, oh my God, look, there's a, a fucking ghost back there. And it's not even like a, a haunting scene, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. And you're always jumping. Really good story. I watch. You should watch it, dude. But not alone. Okay, you need a boyfriend. I know. Now taking applications for someone to watch this stupid show. With. Yeah, exactly. I mean, someone it's, it's, who is okay with me drooling over what's his face. Yeah, he's hot. That's fine. I got to figure out how to pronounce his name. This is just a built-in Netflix and chill moment, though. Oh, it is. How, okay, how do you find out how to pronounce something online? Like, do they? If you it, t- if you type the name and then write the word pronunciation afterwards, it'll take you to a YouTube. Uh, clip of how to pronounce that person's name yes okay okay please hold here let's see here i take it you've done this before yes michael huseman michael huseman michael huseman michael michael is hot as fuck that's all i know yeah you see one of your favorite things right now he is one of my favorite things right now i literally put it on my story yesterday that he's so hot in game of thrones that i just could die oh yeah now i know you're talking about he's got no beard in this Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like him rugged in Game of Thrones. It's my favorite. He's also in a movie called The Age of Adeline that is, this bell sucks, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Blake, Blake, Blake Lively is the female lead in it, and God, he is just to die for in that film. Do you know who Greta Van Fleet is? No. Oh, really? Think. Maybe I do. They're like the new okay. hot. Is it a new band? Yeah, it's a new band that sounds, no joke, exactly like Led Zeppelin. Oh, interesting. And I like, just Googled them. all these kids are like, Greta Van Fleet's the greatest fucking band in the world. And you're like, <laughs> this is this is a cover band. What are you talking about? <laughs> someone just tweeted uh, me. The- someone just tweeted me. I kind of want to know Wells at what Wells Adams thinks of the Greta Van Fleet album. And I said, similar oh. to how I feel about the Monkees as the, as a Beatles fan. It's just a, this, these kids are just ripping. Like I, I'm all for like people like using influences in their music. <laughs> Right. But this is like a blatant disregard for plagiarism, you know? Mm. Anyways, I get off my high horse. What's your show? Get off your high horse. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about the show. I have to use the sleep belt. Mm. It's called Manifest. Have you seen it? What's it about? It's, so I think it's an NBC show, but I've been watching it on Hulu. And it's uh, in the first episode, this this flight is like in the air and they like have a, a, a oh, little bit yeah. of turbulence. Have you seen it? They have no. a little bit of turbulence and then everyone kind of freaks out and then they, then they're fine. And then the pilot comes on and says, Hey, like, you know, we're, I think we're, we're going around a storm or something. They're diverting us. We're landing in another airport in New York. Everything's going to be fine. And they land and the FBI are there and they get off the plane and they're like, uh, you guys have been missing for five and a half years. Yeah. 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 I dun, saw. Dun, dun. So it's like, it's like lost 2.0. You know, it's set like in, I mean, they all live in like New York City, I think. Yeah, and, um, and everyone hasn't aged a day. 
no one's aged and they all come home and like five and a half years have passed and all of their freaking significant others have like moved on yeah. and they're and like there's a kid on the flight that had a twin back home and so that twin grew up and the and the boy is still the same age and like it's crazy and then in episode two you start learning that they all have something going on mystical with with them or whatever i don't want to give too much away but like it's a fantastic show i've been obsessed with it i binged watched the first four episodes thinking I could binge watch the whole season and I can't because it's still on TV. But the guy that's the lead in it, his name is Josh Dallas. I'm obsessed with him. Oh, the girl and it's really good too. I don't know her name though, but it's a fantastic show. One of the best shows I've seen in a while. New ones. Okay, I'm into that. I want to watch. I, I, I remember you seeing that and watch. I was like, okay, and that was my one of my big problems with Lost is I wasn't watching it in real time and then by the time like everyone was like, you gotta watch. It was like seven yeah. seasons in and I was like, oh, man, and I got like through like five of them and I was like, you know what? They're not even on the island anymore. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Who is it's, John Locke? Yeah. So it's I, hard to binge a show like that, but you should start Manifest. It is fantastic. I'm obsessed with it. So the new season of Making a Murderers is out now. Oh. Did you ever watch the first one? I didn't. I never what got into that. in <laughs> the world? So <laughs> I'm sorry. Either had Sarah. Oh, really? That's shocking. But I didn't know that. So I was like, babe, new Megan a murderer is on. And she <laughs> and was she's like, like, don't care. She was like, awesome. I was like, I wonder what's going to happen to Brendan Dassey this season. And she was like, wait, but isn't it like a different season? Like it's a different story. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, it's not. She was like, I've I'd never watched the first one. I was whoa. You never watched Making a Murderer? She's like, no. Don't they solve the case in the end? I was like, no, they, no, not. <laughs> that's not what happens at all. <laughs> <laughs> so so we started watching Making a Murderer, the first one, last oh. night, so we can watch the second one. Makes sense. I need I need to do that. I do need to do that. I mean, like, this is kind of silly. This is like me unpacking Harry Potter 20 years later. Know, like, we're I talking know, about I Making know. a Murderer in 2018. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did do. I started watching secretly, don't tell Sarah until she listens to this. Season two? I started watching season two. As Without her, yeah, I'd be upset. But like, I just—it just—I'm just, it, I'm just all the—I'm all ugh, the anger and the emotions bubbling up in, inside of me. How the justice system <laughs> is just screwing these guys, even though he well. probably did murder that woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You gotta uh, watch that, man. Okay, okay, I'll put it on my list. I'll put it on my list. So something I keep, keep meaning to talk about on the podcast and I always forget. Every now and then I get emails from some of our listeners like that'll like go the extra step and actually like click on my profile and find my email address. And this girl reached out and the and it caught my attention because the subject line said, Wills you accept our candles? Okay. <laughs> Because of my Will's obsession at that for that brief moment. And um, so I opened it up or whatever, and it's this really nice girl who works at a company in Canada that then they make candles. It's called Colin Canary. And so we've been going back and forth or whatever because she's been wanting to send me candles. And I was like, I'm about to move, so just like hold on, and then I'll let you send them. So she finally sent me some candles for my new apartment, and they're phenomenal. So she was so happy, and we've been emailing back and forth. And I, I had her send you a few candles as well. We were thinking maybe you could give them as, like, put them in your Christmas gift for, like, Sarah or your mom or something. They're very cute. Candle's such a good gift to give someone. It's that a great you're, gift. That you're just like, whatever, here's a candle. Not even that. I love candles because it's something that I, yeah, it's something I'm going to use. Like, it's not ever something you throw away or don't use. Like, everyone's going to use a candle. I love candles. Big fan. Are you a big bubble bath Can woman? I'm really not. Yeah. I didn't have a bathtub for the longest time living in LA. And then when I 
gutted my house and redid it, I put in a clawfoot bathtub that I, that I at the time was so excited about. I've used it like maybe 10 times in two years. It's just so time consuming to sit there, you know? Yeah. It's like okay. a lot of time that I'd rather be watching shows. And thus I get to a point like my mother where I have a flat screen TV up on the end of my bathtub and then maybe I will become a bubble bath person. Wait, what does she have? My mom has like a 40 inch flat screen at the foot of her bathtub and she sits in there and watches TV. That sounds dangerous. I'm insane. No, it's like mounted on the wall. All right, good. Nothing, nothing can happen to my girl Tish. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Tish is my backup plan. Wow. (laughs) That'll make her feel good. I'm pretty sure she's Ben's like num- like plan A. So he's got you beat there. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Did I, did I ever send you these pictures of her where she's so high and sitting with Ben that's freaking hysterical? I got to send it to you. She's so crazy. Wait, can we talk about some new music real quick? Yeah, what do you got? This is a band that like I've listened to on Spotify quite a bit recently that I should have I talked about sooner because I really love them. They're called the band Camino. I'm sure you know who they are. Do you? I don't actually. What? Let's get them a sleigh bell. Yeah. Because they're they're phenomenal. They're like, um, I, I definitely hear like a little bit of the 1975 influence in them, which is one of my favorite bands. Um, but they're like, I don't know. They're like the emo band of our generation because. Our generation lyrics, has a lot of emo bands, by the way. Do they? Because I feel like emo music is kind of dead and everyone loves hip hop and everybody loves dance music. And I don't, you don't see a lot of like mainstream, like like emo music and so i th- they excite me because their lyrics are really sad usually oh i love um, sad they, bastard they music. make you feel you know and i posted a an instagram story of their new song um and they tweeted they instagram messaged me and were like come to a show um but i just missed them in nashville but the new song is called know me and i'm obsessed with it but a lot of their music is really really great you know who else listens to them who always posts about them is becca tilly i feel oh really um, yeah, so they're, they're like top played song on Spotify is called My Thoughts on You. So it's probably the one people would recognize the most. But they also have one called The Black and White that's really good. But this new one called Know Me, I just like, I, I've literally had it on repeat. It's right. so, so good. I've got it on right now. Here, I'll listen to something. You say this yes. every time. Quit acting like we're fine. I hate the way you are. Oh, shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I'm like on Spotify. You cried all the way to the you gotta pull that for what? Well, I guess it's really my fault. Oh, yeah. I did it for myself. Oh, I can hear it. I guess I started over without you. I guess it's really over. Love it. Great. Love it? Yeah. Okay. Into I have it. another one. Okay, what is it? I've talked about him before, but Dermot Kennedy, and you've listened to him, right? Yep. Phenomenal. I'm so freaking excited because he's on a sold out US tour and I like sung to my lowest and had my sister's manager call his manager and ask if they could get me into the show in Denver in a couple of weeks. And they said yes. But he put out a new song called Power Over Me that's also on the New Music Friday playlist and it's phenomenal and he can do no wrong. And he's probably my artist, favorite artist right now. I, I haven't been this excited to go see somebody since I saw Ben Howard play the Troubadour. Wow. I'm obsessed with him. I want to know who you are. I feel like you played this song for us. Not this one. It just came out. Oh. 
I played you song. another one of his songs for sure, but because I've had people tweet at me about it. Me. Um, but power really rush out. It's like a beat for him. I'm like, you go, Jeremy Kennedy. You go. Breath now. You got that power over me. Uh. All right, I'm into it. You feeling it? Feeling it, man. Do you remember that band called uh, Gautier? What was their big hit? It was the the breakup song. It was so good, but they were like the, the biggest one-hit wonder of that time. Yeah. Anyway, they had another song on that album called... Somebody That I Used to I Know was the, was the hit. That was their hit. Yeah. But they have one called like Eyes a Mess or Heart a Mess or something on that same album. Okay. And Broods just covered it and released it, and it's really good. Okay. Like I, I, I like Broods' version better, actually. Oh, Gautier's version is called Eyes Wide Open. Broods' version is called Eyes a Mess, but it's the same song. Oh, you know what I think it is? I'm playing it right now. I think it's a mashup. Now that I'm looking at Gautier's album, I think it's a mashup of two of their songs, because they have one called Eyes Wide Open and one called Hearts a Mess. And I think Broods put the two together and released a song. And it's okay. awesome. It's awesome. I do love some Broods. Love Broods. Don't need this, this one. Pick up the bass. <laughs> it's it's a slower song. It's good though. Alright, I'm digging it. It's cool, it's vibey. Yes, very uh driving music. Okay, your turn. Well, Jason Isbell. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw on Spotify because I follow you what you've been listening to, and it's Jason Isbell. Well, because he just put out a live record. I know. I listened to it already. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's, it's great. It's like it's all his songs. Okay. I've just really been doing a lot of Gregory Allen Isakoff. I don't know if you get into that dude at all. Eh, a little bit. So this is Gregory Allen Isakoff's new record, Evening Machines. And mm, the whole funny. record is freaking beautiful. But Bullet Holes really was... It's doing it for me, man. But like this whole record is good. It's okay. funny, you know. Like I, we, we've talked about it before, but I'm always impressed with Ben Higgins' musical taste. It aligns with oh, mine. Oh yeah. And I've liked this guy for a while. And Higgins was like, "Do you know about this guy?" And I was like, "Yes," but no one else does. Oh yeah, you. We talked about this. Yeah. Cover. That's funny. I'm gonna give that album a listen too. From the branches, took our chances. I am bramble, I am tangled Oh yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's what I got for you right now. Nice. Uh, maybe some good, good others. Good stuff. 
Dude, Daniel Ellsworth's new record is really good, and I always feel weird, like, calling out friends or whatever, because I think people are just think that I just do it because I'm friends with them. But, like, mm-hmm. that dude just writes freaking hits, and this new record, Fashion, is so good. Uh, okay. This is a song called Modern Lover. Ooh. He's, got this, to this. he's got the synth pop just, like, down. Ah, okay. Dude. With like such great falsettos. Anyways, there you go. Cute. Then do it. I'm going into the mountains this weekend. All right. So. Go go into the mountains. Find yourself. You know, no, we're uh, we're doing this humanity and hope retreat this weekend. Oh. Um, so we're all going to go in the mountains and like talk about our feelings and ways we can better people's lives. I suppose. Find yourself. Find someone else. Yes. Yes. All Smoke all stuff. the pots. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Take all the peyote. <laughs> no. 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 Um. But yeah, it'll be fun. So that's cool. All right. Well. Um. I miss you. Miss you, Wellsy. All right. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.